Hey guys, this is Ben, host of Noobed. We would love it if you could go on Facebook and join our New England Weekly Beer Discussion Facebook group. We post articles, videos, things that you may have heard about on the show, and we want this show to be a discussion. So we want to interact with our listeners. So if you could join that today, that'd be a super huge help. As always, subscribe on iTunes, rate and download the show, and tell a friend. And we'll dive right into this week's episode. How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? I think it's safe to say that our luck is officially turned around, guys. We are back, baby. We are fucking back. We're back. Classic. Hey, yo, how you doing, guys? This is Ben from Noobed. I'm your host, Ben. Uh, Instagram, Boston Beer Benny. Treehouse Benny on Untapped, so you can see what I'm drinking for the week. Mo is currently occupied this week. We had a couple of scheduling difficulties, plus we want to test out some new release times, see what works best for our listeners. But So it's just going to be me, a solo show. I'm going to try through, try to drive through this show as fast as possible if I can get my tongue out of my way. Uh, and we're going to call the waiter over, read the tap list, which is a quick rundown of the show. So here we go. I never know what she's doing back there. I never know what she's doing back there either, but this is the tap list. We're going to do a quick rundown of what we're doing today on our show. As always, we'll start off with what are you drinking and local beer releases. We'll go into a new solo segment because i got to fill a little time with uh, cold beer, good read. I'm going to do a vocabulary word today so you guys can learn a new beer word. We're going to do weird beard stuff. It's a popular segment, so I don't think we can do a show without it now. And as always, we will close with Shelfer of the Week. So we're going to start it off with our drinking game words. Don't forget, today is a solo show, so you won't be hearing about Mo's wife. You also won't hear Mo say the word correct. So if you want to just go ahead and take your obligatory two sips for that. I will remind you of the words that I say. I say fantastic all the time. If you hear that word, take a sip. I say dive in to every segment. Take a sip when you hear that. I've also been told that I say the word super a lot. So I'm going to try to refrain from saying that, but it's a Saturday afternoon. Why don't you sit back, have a drink, and every time I say super, take a sip. And we are in a different location. We're in my backyard. I live in a city instead of the town that Mo lives to. Uh, We're only separated by a small bridge, but something crazy will happen. I have a motorcycle neighbor. My dog's a little nuts. He might bark. So... I'm going to have to pause the show eventually, I think, and uh, I'll just tell you to finish your beer when that happens. So we're going to get it rolling with our first segment. It's uh, local releases. Drink it in. It always goes down smooth. All right, so local releases and what are you drinking? This weekend, I actually got a chance to go up to Providence and visit Long Live Beer Works, which I was very excited about, and there is uh, there's a leaf blower in the background, so... You can go ahead and finish your beer. We're like five seconds into the show, but I'm going to keep going. So I went up to Long Live Beer Works. I got a couple growlers for the weekend. Uh, They had All Seeing Eye on tap and also Attitude. Um, Two very good IPAs. I had a chance to have a pour of the All Seeing Eye yesterday. It's a double. It's fantastic. It's like a a grapefruit, grapefruit puree. So it's very very smooth to drink it's very fruity i had a couple non super beer drinky guys with me and they had it they also said it was very good and they enjoyed it very much so i think long lives really starting to hit their stride and putting some smooth beers out so 
if you get a chance, get out to Long Live this weekend. They have those beers on tap. They also had some cans left, too, if you wanted to uh, check that out. So we'll go right over to local releases. This week, we had a great week in New England beer. Um, Night Shift put out Creganator 2 Pool Party in a Can, which was the star of the show when I went to Springfest a couple weeks ago that they had. They only had it on tap. It's a great beer, really smooth, uh, hoppy IPA, and I'm really excited that they have that in cans. Uh, up to Bissell Brothers, they have nothing, nothing gold on tap today, and they have it in cans as well. So if you get a chance to get out there, just a quick reminder that they are only cans only from 10 to 11 a.m. every day. They want to get the canning line out of the way before they start pouring beers and people start hanging around. So if you get up to Bissell Brothers, a reminder, it's cans only from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. every day. Uh, Hill Farmstead put out Mary. Been seeing a lot of this on Instagram. A lot of people stocked up on this. They're looking for trades. So if you are interested in that, get on the trading forums and you can probably get yourself some Mary this weekend. Graysale, one of my favorite breweries in Westerly, they put out a chalkboard series Galaxy IPA can. And they also have a bottle, a barrel-aged pale with some cherries for um, for sale this weekend. Pretty cool little dark bottle wax tip on it. Might be something that you could sell her. Uh, expanding it just outside of New England here. Want to go after some trade targets as well. Some really popular ones that you might be able to get your hands on. Tired Hands has a bomb pop milkshake. It tastes like an old uh, bomb pop. Like the, I guess it's like a firecracker popsicle. People have been saying it's amazing online, so I'm really excited about that. I hope I can get my hands on that. I got I got some tired hands guys down there. And the other one uh, is Omnipolo. is a company out of Belgium. They put out a collab with Other Half called Space Cookies. Looks like a really cool can. Uh, both some pretty neat companies, and that'll be a cool import. And you've probably seen Omnipolo in your liquor store in the import aisle or even in the craft beer section. They have very neon cans. They don't really say much on them, not much words, but uh, they're known for the uh, Simzonia, which is, it looks like a neon, like Chasm. You've probably seen, they are a 12% imports company. So 12% imports out of Brooklyn, ships them in and distributes them in, in Massachusetts. So, and they have a beer too that, that's really interesting that I wanted to mention called Shiploing. That's S-H-P-L-O-I-N-G. It's a mango s'mores IPA, and it was brewed with Dorchester Brewing. So uh, that might be a cool beer to check out if you can get your hands on it. Just take, check your liquor store. I don't know if they'll do it as an import or they'll put it in your craft section, but that might be something to check out as well. And last local releases note, uh, the day is finally here, guys. I'm, I'm so excited. I really I can't even contain it, but treehouse charlton is open their new facility so uh, that that is super exciting mo and i are gonna do a road trip out there next week we're gonna fight the crowd we're gonna go check it out take some pictures for you and we are going to do our best we're gonna do a two-part podcast we're gonna do one on the way up there and we're gonna do one on the way back if you can hear my dog barking there why don't you go ahead and finish your beer but so be on the lookout for that next week. We're going to do a two-part podcast. We're going to do one on the way up, just a regular show. And then on the way back, we're going to tell you about our experience for the first time at Treehouse Charlton. So we'll go into our first new solo segment, Cool, cool Beer, Good Read. All right, one more time. Cool Beer, Good Read. I'm fine. It just uh, threw up in my mouth a little bit. 
Yeah, you know, in some cultures, they only eat vomit. I've never been there, but I read about it in a book. <laughs> cool beer, good read. So this is for the guy who's kind of at home, you know, wife's at work, maybe the family's away, and you want to kind of crack open a beer and just read a cool article. And this also melds with the treehouse aspect, the new treehouse opening. I found this great article from Take Magazine uh, about Dean McKeever. Dean McKeever is actually the guy who creates the labels for Treehouse. Uh, so I'll post this line on our Facebook. I'll post this article on our Facebook group uh, if you want to take a look. But Dean, he's a UMass Dartmouth grad, so he's super local to Massachusetts. And he talks about how he creates the labels and he works with Nate, the owner of Treehouse, to kind of come up with an artistic perspective on some of the cans. So he, he really does some great photography of some cool cans that he does talks about kind of his inspiration and he goes into depth about juice machine about how he redid the robot from uh, lost in space he talks about the curiosity series how nate was particular about it being a woodsy type can or something old timey that was family vacation uh, nature related and uh, it's a really cool article he's kind of a cool dude i just started to follow him on instagram his instagram handle is kiever K-E-E-V-E-R. You can check out. He does a live drawing uh, every Friday night, I think. And he actually just draws like right online on a video. It's pretty neat. And he also does uh, skateboard decks when he doesn't do beer labels. He works for a couple other breweries. I forget what they were. I think there was one in California, one in Alabama. But he also designed skateboard decks for Theory and Hoodlum, which are two companies out of New York. Um, not big on skateboarding, but I can see how the artistic side is very similar to a beer can, especially treehouse beer cans. They're so uh, beer cans are pretty much the labels for beer cans now are, are just as important as the beer. As long as you're putting the quality beer inside, the label just kind of puts it over the top, and people collect them. So it's really neat. Mo actually makes some some artwork from some of the labels with with Trillium and other other things and other half ones. Now he's working on, but. So I will post this online if you get a chance to look it out. Again, Take Magazine about Dean McKeever. He's the label designer for Treehouse. I think it's called The Art of the Beer Label. Uh, so check that out on our Facebook discussion. And we'll go over to our vocabulary. Google it. No. Google it. No. Why wouldn't you Google it? I just told you to Google it. If by gay you mean the old English definition of fun, enjoyable, and carefree, then yes, it's extremely gay. I think they meant the other definition. This is vocabulary. Every week we bring you a new beer word that you might not have known. Maybe you're not a super in-depth beer drinker. Maybe you're just listening to the show because you're a friend of the show. Or maybe you are a super in-depth beer drinker and you just never know what the words actually meant. Uh, but usually the format is I'll tell the word to Mo. Mo will try to spell it. He's a world-renowned speller, so he usually spells it right. And then I'll see if he knows what it means, or I'll actually explain the definition. So, uh, this week's word, since Mo isn't here, it's a very easy word, but it's a word that you're going to see a lot in beer. Uh, it's something that I didn't really know what it stood for. I didn't know the full definition of it. Uh, but I do know the style, and it's something that's very interesting, and it's making its way through the, the craft beer world. So, if you'd like to try it. Uh, the word this week is Brett. It's B-R-E-T-T, -T, and Brett is actually short for a type of yeast, I believe, called Brett Nemesis. 
Uh, Brian Amici's is a something that they put at the beer. They used to use it for wine. And the reason why they didn't use it for beer for a long time, we'll get into, but they actually thought it was a contaminant and it created these things called off flavors. So when the Euro beer guys, Belgium and, and everybody, were making beers, they thought that Brent Nemesis was throwing off the flavor that they wanted from a traditional Belgian beer. They wanted the spicy kind of flavor, full-bodied crispness, and uh, Brent Nemesis gives it kind of a sour flavor. You'll see it in more sour and wild ales and even some saisons. So they actually use the style in lambics, wild ales, saisons of farmhouses, and Flanders Reds, which are really interesting, kind of kind of a deeper sour, but not, not the lip-puckering sour that you might be used to. And they actually uh, they started to recognize the style of beer, the Brett style of beer, uh, in 2007, when the Brewers Association of America uh, put it into a category uh, in the Great American Beer Festival. So they actually opened up their own category for it, which led brewers to try to experiment with some some different recipes and, and win that category which ultimately competition is the the birth of innovation so uh, the most famous one that you'll probably see or you can get your hands on one that I really enjoy is the Allagash Little Brett Allagash Little Brett's kind of a weird funky beer it's kind of cool how they make it too a, a wild ale or or a wild Brett or a, you know a Brett style ale they actually put it in containers and when they age it, they said that they want it to taste like the room. So they leave the container open. So any particles that might be flying by, you know, some dust gets in there, some spider webs, things like that. And it's obviously brewed out and filtered down. But they want to get the natural, the, the taste of the room. And some are, some companies even brew them, even uh, age them in an, in an open still barrel that's um, under a pavilion which we learned the word last week. It's not a floating roof. It's a it's a pavilion. Thank you to, to Roby for that. So uh, if you go to the liquor store and you see the word Brett on a beer, you now know what it means. It's short for Brett Nemesis, and it's kind of a cool, funky kind of ale that we want you to try out here at Noobed. Um So that's it for the vocabulary. If you got a word that you're not sure what it is, again, hit us up on Facebook. You can also get at me on Instagram. Uh, and we'll try to, I'll try to see if Mo can spell it. Maybe you can give me a funky one that he won't be able to spell. But uh, we're going to keep moving along and we're going to get you into weird beer stuff. Dad, or men, okay, that means a few things. We like to shit with the door open. We talk about pussy. We go on riverboat gambling trips. We make our own beef jerky. That's what we do. And now that is all wrecked. We literally have never done any of those things. Oh, we're here in Weird Beard Stuff. Weird Beard Stuff is our segment that we do where we bring you a crazy kind of beer article throughout the world. People are always doing some weird, weird stuff about beer. This this one I came across a couple weeks ago. I really kind of saved it because uh, it's not particularly beer. It's actually wine. But it can relate to beer. As we always say, craft beer is the new wine. So I wanted to bring it to you on a week where Mo isn't here, and we can kind of kind of leave it open-ended. Maybe Mo will give us an answer here on Facebook, but I'll take you out to the Adriatic Sea in the beautiful country of Croatia. And there's a company called Edivo Vina, which is a winery 
but what is different about this winery is they actually age their wine underwater under the sea so what they do is they uh, they put this wine these wine bottles in these clay pots to preserve the cork so it doesn't like turn into a brine and they stack them in cages they go out there and they rotate them every so they age evenly but uh, they age them for one to two years under the ocean the reason why they use the ocean is because it's such a stable temperature it only varies in temperature um, by about five degrees per year and actually in this part of the world it's even less they say it's down to two or three degrees throughout the year but what they can do is depending on the depth that they put it at they can control the temperature to even less than that and it uh, the temperature changes so non-drastically I don't even know the word so incrementally that it wouldn't even make a difference to aging this this beer so the other cool thing is if you go out to Croatia to the Indivo Vina winery you can actually scuba dive and pick your own bottle uh, which is pretty cool I don't know how to scuba dive but I would still love to do that uh, but if you don't know how to scuba dive too you can purchase it they actually have a winery where they'll pour it for you you can order a bottle to take home you can uh, you can uncork it yourself at home so I'm very interested to see if this would work for beer. I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't. You you would have to age it underneath the ocean, probably something with some high alcohol content. But I think that's a really cool idea, and um, I would be excited to try. <laughs> I I might go out to Croatia one day just to try this wine. I'm not even a big wine drinker, but I think that would be a pretty neat way to age beer, and that that would be something that I would be really into if they were to come through with beer so that's weird beer stuff for this week if you have an article you can email it to us too bostonbeerbenny at gmail.com or you can just post it on the facebook group and we'll we'll grab it from there uh, but we are cruising along here so i'm gonna take you out to the shelf for the week and we'll we'll end this episode i only came here to do two things man kick some ass and drink some beer looks <laughs> like we're almost out of beer <laughs> If we are almost out of beer, I'm almost out of beer. I'm nervous drinking over here. I'm freaking treading water without Mo to save me and ramble on, talk about his wife and uh, say the word correct, what series he's been watching and how many naps he's been taking. But anyway, that's enough. He's not here to defend himself. So uh, I will bring you the shelfer of the week. The shelfer of the week for me this week, I went super light. It's been a warm week here in New England. So I went with Brooklyn Summer. Uh, Brooklyn is a company out of, you guessed it, Brooklyn. It's actually out of Utica, New York. But they, uh, they're they most famous for their Brooklyn Lager, which is a pretty solid beer. You know, they're a lot like Sam Adams in the New York area. Uh, but they put out a Brooklyn Summer Ale. It's a 5 percenter. It drinks super, super smooth. And it's got a summery flavor, almost a lemony tint to it. Very sweet. Almost no real uh, bitter finish. And it's only about 14 bucks for a 12-pack, so you can get it. I would, I've would i been crushing them like crazy. I mean, the low percentage um, doesn't really do a lot for me. But if you get a chance to get out and try it, uh, I, I definitely suggest trying the Brooklyn Summer. Anything that Brooklyn does is really good. Brooklyn's becoming like the, the beer mecca of the world. And um, speaking on that, we actually have a little connection with other half that's going to be sending us up some cans. So shout out to Camden who uh, hit us up on the Facebook group. He, he works out of other half. There's a car alarm going off, so you can finish your beer again. 
Uh, he works at another half. He's going to send us up some cans. He wants us to talk about them on the show. And we've been talking to you a lot about other half collabs that they've been doing. They just did one with Monkish and Trillium. Uh, they just did one with the Omnipolo that I mentioned earlier in this episode. They do a lot of cool collabs, <laughs> uh, really cool stuff. They they make unbelievable beer. So if you get a chance to get your hands on it, I, I don't know how well distributed it is, but if you're in New York City, they usually have it on tap or in cans in some places. So definitely check out Other Half. We'll be doing more of that in the future. And um, again, thank you for tuning in. Uh, I'm sorry if I was a little boring by myself. I tried to get you through it. Again, next week, double episode. We're going to do a regular episode. Ben and Mo in a car on the way up to Treehouse. You'll probably hear some road rage. And then on the way back, we're going to tell you about our experience at the new Charlton Treehouse. Good or bad, maybe we'll get some audio from the uh, employees there. So you never know. But thanks again. Uh, This was week four of Noobed. Again, you guys have been great. And uh, we'll see you next week.